from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. It's the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man! He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. Hot is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Miss Evie, the Angelic Tones with us every Friday right here in this slot. And Evie, good morning to you. Johnny Vegas on the Emerald Coast has a question right out of the chute here. Bill, (laughs) ask Miss Evie. Very tough start to the baseball season. Johnny Vegas loves college baseball. He says, are they going to be able to turn it around or is it just not enough pitching? Oh, I think everybody, including uh, head coach Mike Bianco, is probably asking that question. Um, I don't know. I mean, actually, the the problem right now has has not been quite as much pitching. I mean, they've had you know they had a few issues there in in Hawaii in that four game series. But to be honest, it's been uh, it's been the hitting more than it has been the pitching and. So they lost midweek game, as he probably knows, to Arkansas State um, earlier this week and, you know, lost 4-2. And, I mean, two runs is just not going to get it. In fact, Coach Bianco said after that loss that if you told me that I think Ole Miss has only scored 18, they've scored 18 runs in five games. I mean, that's just not them, and that's not going to win you a lot of games if that's what you're averaging. But Coach Bianco said, you know, if you told me the total runs we have to this date through these first five games, I would think that, you know, we would score that many game runs in a game, much less, you know, five games. So, ah, you know, I think this is a, a, a kind of a bounce-back series this weekend. They're playing high point, and I think high point comes in – one and four, maybe. So they really need to kind of get back on track. Question here on the text line from Jim in Senatobia, Mississippi, wants to know, is the Corey Dennis hire official for Ole Miss? 
Um, it is, as far as I know, it's officially unofficial. <laughs> um, right. Everything, I mean, yes, we have not. I have been told by two of my sources in the program that it is it is done a done deal. Um, so now, has Ole Miss, you know, can Lane Kiffin change his mind? Has, you know, Ole Miss has not put out the official release yet, but... Yes, it is my understanding that that is a done deal. Quarterback coach at Ohio State for several years. Now, Evie, wasn't he briefly up at Utah? I lost track well, there. Well, I, I think here's what happened. I think when Ohio State looked like they were going to hire Bill O'Brien as oh. their new OC and quarterbacks coach, then Corey Dennis, who was the quarterbacks coach, you know, people at first thought he was going to remain on staff, but then we heard he was going to—he had been hired by Utah as an analyst. And so now, even though O'Brien is now taking the, the Boston College head coaching job, Dennis is not returning to Columbus and is apparently not going to Utah either. Now, I don't think he's going to be the quarterbacks coach at Ole Miss. It's my understanding he will most likely replace uh, the vacancy left by offensive analyst Dane Stevens at Ole Miss, who's left to accept the OC position at West Georgia. So I think that uh, that's more likely what he's going to do. But, man, gosh, you know, you cannot argue with the <laughs> with the quarterbacks that he has coached. And um, apparently he's a, he's a very good recruiter, too. I think he was a primary recruiter when Quinn Ewers went to Ohio State along along with a number of others and um, worked. I think he recruited uh, Dwayne Haskins. Uh, he also coached Justin Fields, coached C.J. Stroud. So he knows what he's doing. That's an incredible resume right there. That is. Wow. Right. Sam Dog. All right, Evie, this is personal, but it's not that bad. Uh, he, <laughs> okay. He, he, he asked he asked TJ the other day, big Florida State guest we have on the show, the same question. So I didn't think okay. about asking a female this, but here we go. Uh-oh. Sam Dog, I know Sam Dog, Middle Georgia wants to know what is the oldest piece of Ole Miss clothing that you own. Oh, how about well, that? Yeah, um, actually, I think probably. Let's see. Well, you know, my daughter went to school there uh, in 2002, so I would have to say I probably have at least a a 23-, 24-year-old Ole Miss shirt. I know that I also have when Ole Miss went to the Cotton Bowl because my daughter actually actually was there at that point um, in uh, 2004, I believe. And so I have that, and then have uh, my daughter's uh, one of my daughter's jerseys. So probably I would say twenty, twenty three, twenty three year old. Wow. Tom and Myrtle Beach says, you know what? I forgot about this. He said Corey Dennis is also Urban Meyer's son in law. Son in law, yes, he is. <laughs> yes, he is. So that means one of the Meyer girls is moving to um, Oxford. That's exactly what that means. So I think it's Nikki Nikki Meyer, I think, is the daughter. So, yes. Stephen in Hawkinsville, Georgia, could you ask Evie, is there a job out there that baby Kiff would leave for? 
Oh, <laughs> don't get me started on that. Yeah, um, one, one more thing about Corey Dennis, and then I'll get to that. Yeah. But his dad, Steve, played college football at Georgia and was the AD at Troy from 2005 to 2012. Yeah. So there's that. So, um, yeah, I you know, I don't know. I mean, I know Ole Miss fans, the one job, I don't know, I have absolutely no knowledge what he would do i do think he's you know before Ole miss fans get upset i do think he's incredibly happy in oxford right now but that being said i know the one job that fans always seem to worry about is i mean they'll text me what is going to happen if billy napier is fired what's going to happen i mean the florida job bothers Ole miss fans so i don't know if there's any you know if he would consider that, but I think it's just more Lane's ties to Florida and the beach and the you know and the boats and and such. So um, I, you know, I don't know. And even at this point, I mean, gosh, let's just see how next year goes because I think he's pretty pumped from everything I've seen about the potential that Ole Miss has next season in the twelve team playoff. At least. Modern times, using that as a historical barometer, you could say with Ole Miss, you take the bigger job because there's the better percentage chance of winning. With what he's done to this roster, and we'll see if they can maintain this level. That'll be hard to do. That's not as strong an argument as perhaps we would make it years ago. It really isn't. I mean, and I think the transfer portal has just, you know, really transformed things for a school like Ole Miss that maybe, and and Kiffin would be the first one to say this, who, you know, maybe hadn't historically in the past been getting, you know, Johnny Five Star um, or even Johnny Four Star, you know, at times. And so to be able to come in, you know, just again, the job that he's done evaluating the talent and bringing them in just, you know, right off the bat when, when the portal first became an option, he brought in some really good kids. And I just think he's, he seems to be very adept at both evaluating what he needs and who the best, who the best ones out there. And so I think you're right. That's a complete game changer for a school like Ole Miss. I mean, you can flip your roster pretty quickly. Yeah. And, and, I don't know that I've ever thought about it this way, and this is just our first year of a 12-team playoff, but we could actually say that if Ole Miss doesn't get to the playoff, it's somewhat of a disappointment. Oh, absolutely. I mean, from, you know, all the way too early, you know, top 25s right. and such like that, you know, they're right up there, number five, number six in the country, and, um, you know, they got so many. I, I think when you have – a Jackson Dart coming back, and he'll be in his third year in Lane Kiffin's system. We saw a big jump from him from year one to year two, and I think, you know, year three, almost the whole offense coming back. Caden Prescorn, healthy at tight end. Um, Trey Harris and Jordan Watkins. I mean, Trey Harris, just phenomenal. I mean, I think you're right. Bringing in Juice Well, I, I just think it would be a – yeah, it really would be. It would be a disappointment, which is crazy because I've covered Ole Miss for over a decade, and I, you know, I just can't remember expectations such as this. 
Mike the Mad Dog, ASCII V-Sense Ole Miss football is coming off their first 11-win season. Is there a belief that Kid Kiffin could possibly win the national championship? Um, I, You know, I, I don't know. I think anybody who wins the national title, I think you've got to have a little bit of luck involved. But in terms of, you know, the roster, I think – we're going to see the, you know, the offensive line I still want to see. He's brought in some fantastic transfers, the two Washington offensive linemen, a big tackle from North Carolina, literally big, giant uh, Diego Pounds. So I kind of want to see how that goes. If those guys pan out to be as good as I think that they can be, then I think that, you know, they've definitely got a shot to to host and win that first round game and then after that you know it's anybody's guess but i absolutely think they have plenty of talent all right i'm going to catch you off guard here you ready oh yeah you texted me the other day and said you've got the uh, playoffs number 13 and 14 figured out how that's going to look on a bracket can you tell me no (laughs) (laughs) no bill no i cannot that wasn't you (laughs) okay i'm sorry yeah, no, <laughs> I cannot. That was an imposter, I believe, not you. That was okay. an imposter. That's right. <laughs> they hacked me. Oh, what a nightmare. Okay, see you next week. Thanks. Okay, thanks, Bill. Take care. Oh, Miss Evie, the angelic tones. Fantastic. That's all you can say about her. Just fantastic. All right. Kevin Hagan, we talk Alabama. We start with Eli Gold. Yes. Good morning. Still very heavy out here trying to get in from Murfreesboro, Rutherford County on 24 westbound up through the Antioch area headed towards Nashville. It's busy, but it's moving on Vietnam Vets westbound. As you come past Conference Drive, all that traffic coming in through Hendersonville. Just allow yourself extra time out here this morning with lots of radar. 24-7 reliable crane and rigging services here in Middle Tennessee. It's Tomahawk Crane and Rigging. Check them out at TomahawkCrane.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Buyandtow.com. Get cash for junk cars. You have a vehicle that's become a problem? You can get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. They'll buy your vehicle no matter the condition, in your driveway, at your mechanic shop, or even on the side of the road. You can call them at 615-480-6473 or visit buyandtow.com. Get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. 615-480-6473. Buyandtow.com. That's buyandtow.com. Bob Steak and Chop House. Located in the Omni Nashville Hotel is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob's Steak and Chop House are USDA prime cuts. From the traditional filet of tenderloin and ribeye to the advent 
adventurous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surfing turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. Hi, I'm Jeff Fisher. You know, you've probably heard by now that the Nashville Cats are coming back to Music City. Well, you are correct. They're coming back and they're coming in hot starting April 27th with the first of five home games at the historic Municipal Auditorium. There will be an additional game at FM Bank Arena in mid-May up in Clarksville, and that will be honoring our military. Single-game tickets as well as season tickets are on sale now. For more information, come visit thenashvillecats.com. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Maybe it's an overreaction on Monday, but I'm going to, moving forward for me, pump the brakes a little bit on Kyle Shanahan. He's got to do it to be included as he's one of the best coaches in the NFL. Now, right now, I would say Andy Reid is one of the best coaches in the NFL, and he's one of the best coaches of all time. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNF. Bill King doesn't need a countdown clock because he already knows when football season starts. Kevin Hagan with us on Fridays. We tape it Thursday. Like I always mention, we don't try and trick you. We have to tape it because of his job situation. That's the format that they prefer him to be under when doing the interview. And we do it on his lunch break on Thursdays. He's very kind to do this. He is incredibly well-connected with Alabama. And I'll just give you a little hint. We start by talking with the legendary Kevin Hagan about the legendary Eli Gold. A lot of requests to hear your explanation regarding Eli Gold no longer being the Alabama voice. Yeah, real quick, like Bill, I just want to thank everybody for the prayers and the fine, nice comments that I got last week after my fall. Uh, diabetes stinks, but our God is always in control. So just thank you for all the listeners that reached out to me last week. That meant a lot. Yeah, Eli Gold, after 36 years as the voice of Alabama football, um, he says he was terminated. Um, it sounds like his contract, which was up uh, in this summer, was not renewed. Uh, Greg Byrne and Jim Carabin, uh, the general manager and vice president of the Crimson Tide Sports Network, coming to that conclusion. Um, Eli, of course, started in 1988 uh, as the play-by-play. He originally did basketball and football uh, for Alabama. Of course, he uh, he had shoulder surgery in 2020, but warriored on through the national championship year. He missed the entire 2022 season uh, when he was battling esophageal cancer. Last year, he came back and only did the home games because for health, he really couldn't travel. Um, you know, Eli said that the school said that there had been slippage in the quality of his broadcast. He didn't agree with that. I mean, 
Um, let's be honest. I mean, there was slippage in his broadcast. You could tell that, but you knew the health problems he was dealing with. It's kind of a shame that 36 years has to kind of end the way it does, although he said he was going to take the moral high road and wasn't going to take shots at the University of Alabama. Uh, everyone knows my personal relationship with Chris Stewart, and I'm so, so excited to see my buddy now have football, basketball, and baseball. Of course, Chris did some of the – did the 22 season and did uh, the road games last year. So uh, excited for my buddy. Wish we could have seen the end of the Eli Gold era on a little more positive note, Bill. I was asking the audience on Thursday, because I don't get to hear those broadcasts, about slippage, and you just said clearly noticeable. Oh, absolutely. There have been clear slippage. Of course, Eli was always – We kind of. it was kind of a joke that there were always Eli-isms. You know, um, there were times where we would be playing Mississippi State and he'd say, well, you know, and Missouri's and you're like, well, that's interesting. We got Mississippi State and Missouri out there. You know, but that's human nature. Right. I mean, we talk on the radio and and you're going to make mistakes. I mean, that's human nature. I'm not I'm not picking on them or whatever. But it was really, really clear, just as if you remember Alabama fans, remember the great John Forney, a longtime Alabama radio broadcaster from 64 to 82. Uh, He came back after his stroke for the 1987 year, the year before he. Eli took over, and it was just uh, it was clearly not the same John Forney. Uh, health had robbed him of his ability, and he really slipped. You know, in between those, of course, I'm not going to count my friend Chris Stewart because we're too close of friends. My favorite Alabama broadcaster of all time, the former Vandy guy and the current voice of Tampa Bay Lightning, Paul Kennedy, who was Alabama's radio announcer uh, from 1983 to 88. I was a huge Paul Kennedy fan, and I will never forgive Alabama Athletic Director Steve Sloan for getting rid of him. He was actually in sports PR of some sort at Vanderbilt prior to Alabama. He was phenomenal. I mean, his probably most famous broadcast is The Kick in 1985. Get out of bounds, Greg. Get out of bounds. But I've talked, and Chris Stewartson agreed with me that Paul Kennedy was an elite broadcaster. No wonder he's doing NHL games for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Kevin Hagan on Friday joins us, talks Alabama. What's the situation with the coaching staff? Hey, so we're going to have a new competition, I think. We need to get a sponsor on the Bill King Show to win something. And all you have to do is you have 15 seconds to name the 10 Alabama coaches. Right, Bill? (laughs) (laughs) We have three new ones this week. And don't get me wrong, I'm extremely excited about this staff. Uh, But Alabama announcing that uh, two coaches from uh, Baylor, Chris Kapolik coming over as offensive line coach, uh, Christian Robinson coming over from Baylor as the outside linebackers coach, and Brian Ellis coming from Georgia Southern as the tight end coach. And the things I hear about Brian Ellis, wow, he must really have the offensive mind. That's a name to watch as as a possible offensive coordinator down the road. So it appears, knock on wood, knock on wood, it appears that we have our 10 coaches heading into spring practice of 2024. I'm sure Kalen DeBoer would like to have that solidified. My heart goes out to the poor people in the sports information office at the University of Alabama that are trying to put together the spring media guide because, I mean, it's just it's hard enough when you have to take out all the Nick Saban stuff and put in the Kalen DeBoer, but I mean, it's literally, okay, who, who's the offensive coaches? You know, who's the assistant coaches for this week? But hey, Bill, that's just the nature of college football. And let me say real quick, like Bill, I understand about you know moving to a state because you need a couple more years there to get your retirement or, or, or the prestige. But, Bill, it, it, there's something wrong with the game when we're losing a group of five head coaches 
in spring practice or two weeks for spring practice because they're going to these jobs. And we all know a big part of it is the underlying of NILs. I mean, Bill, greed is going to kill the sport we love, Bill. My heart, I could not imagine, Bill, having to be an athletic director of a group of five conference. Anything in recruiting to talk about? Not really, but I'll be honest, Bill. I've been focused on getting ready for spring practice and who our 10 uh, assistant coaches are. Basketball team heading into March. How are they looking? Yeah, I mean, I love to tell you I watched it last night, another Wednesday game. I always fuss about Wednesday night games because I was in church last night studying John 13, but uh, um, got home just in time to uh, follow on my phone. It sounds like we woke up and decided in, at overtime that it was time to uh, time to play a little basketball, overcoming the 10-point deficit from the Gators. Kind of harkens back to Alabama's slow start against Georgia and Athens. Um, Nick Pringle showed up in the second half after a horrible first half. Sam Walters, there's a name. Sam Walters, four of seven from three-point range. I think how Sam Walters plays can have a huge impact on Saturday's game. Alabama really missing Latrell Wrightsell, um, the Cal State Fullerton transfer. Two phenomenal performances against LSU and A&M, 10 for 17 for threes. He's suffering a head injury right now. I am very, very hopeful that we'll see Latrell Wrightsell in uniform Saturday as as uh, Alabama heads to Lexington. Uh, to play Kentucky and Rupp Arena. But moving forward for Alabama fans, uh, Grant Nelson had a good performance, but the continued emergence of Sam Walters will be huge for this team. Kevin, everybody in college baseball's about five games in, somewhere approximately there. Early thoughts on Alabama with the new regime. Yeah, Alabama 5-0 and to start the year. Uh, the Crimson Tide ranks 17th in the D1 baseball poll, which is what I go by. Um, you know, I'm not going to go, excuse me, Bill, over batting averages. Justin LeBron, the true freshman shortstop, <laughs> excuse me, SEC freshman uh, of the week. He's a name to watch. It's going to be interesting to see how a true freshman does at that shortstop position. Unfortunately, we've already had an injury at the pitching position. Uh, <laughs> Excuse me, Riley Quick, uh, the Sunday starter. Uh, he started last Sunday. He's already had Tommy John surgery, Bill. Early on, yeah, early. It looks like the SEC is so deep right now. Not a new thought there, but just still proving how deep they are. It's amazing. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. SEC baseball is ridiculous, and we're getting ready to add Texas and Oklahoma. Kevin Hagan with us on Fridays right here in this slot. Kevin, always appreciate it, sir. Always an honor. Apologize for the frog in my throat. Have a great Friday, as always, and roll tide. There's Kevin to Eli Gold. Let's get back to that. Eli Gold has been announced as the play-by-play voice of the Nashville Cats. That's of the... Arena Football League, where Jeff Fisher is involved. And Greg Pogue of this station, formerly here for all those years, is part of that front office as well. Eli Gold is the voice, will be the voice of the Nashville Cats Arena Football League team. Now, I saw something later on Thursday after Kevin and I talked. And Alabama put out a statement of, regarding the situation 
apparently they had been talking to Eli for a while about changing his role on the Alabama broadcast. And apparently he would have had a diminished role if he agreed upon it to be part of the broadcast but not be the play-by-play guy, maybe introduce the pregame show or something. They promised him he could be the voice on the spring game. (laughs) And he declined. Now, that would have been embarrassing for Eli. And again, I'm not necessarily being critical of Alabama here. I don't care who their play-by-play guy is. I'm glad that it's going to be Chris Stewart because I know Chris and he's a really good guy. But personally, it doesn't matter to me who's doing their broadcast. But that would have been embarrassing for Eli to take a diminished role, even though, according to some of you who have heard those broadcasts, the football broadcasts, only the home – I didn't even realize he was just doing the home games. I didn't realize he wasn't doing the road games for them anymore this last football season. But that'd be tough. Even with his diminished skills, that would have been embarrassing. So I could see where he tried to play hard there and if that's the way it's going to be to move on. I could see that. And Alabama's going to be fine with Chris Stewart and their broadcast teams as well. It'll work out, but I know – as far as just ego-wise, that's a, that's a crusher for Eli, but he'll move on. He's had immeasurable lifetime success broadcasting, and uh, remember, he's got experience in this town. He was part of the Nashville Predators broadcast, I believe, 06, 07, I was looking up. Patton, if you will recall, and Patton Cook uh, will be co-hosting the show after this one. Was Eli the TV guy on those Preds broadcast or the radio guy? I believe the TV guy, Bill. That's right. Because Pete stayed on radio, right? Yeah. I believe. Yeah. But yes, for a year, he actually did those broadcasts, TV broadcasts for the Predators here. So he's got, and with NASCAR and everything else, he's got... Eli's been to every town. He knows what's going on. But that that announcement, and, and I got to tell you, Pat, I didn't even see that announcement about the Nashville Cats until I was listening to Kevin in the interview there, and I was just looking around and saw Mike Oregon reporting it. I wasn't even aware of that. But. Yeah, not to, uh, not to be an insider, but Greg Pogue might have told me that a couple weeks ago. So I had a scoop, Bill. I just couldn't tell nobody. I understand. That's, that's a good pickup, though. Yeah, that's, that's a good pickup. Allen in Tampa. Bill Kevin had a way there of making chicken shite sound like chicken salad. <laughs> what are you talking about, losing the coaches? I don't I don't know. I, I'm not too worried about the coaching situation there. I, I think they're going to be a good football team. Now, the biggest element that they have to establish, hopefully this spring, is to settle on the quarterback who can be balanced in that offense. I'm still not, and I know Milrow had a lot of good moments a year ago. That is not the style that Kalen DeBoer prefers to play. 
He needs an advanced passing quarterback. He'll run the ball, too. And Alabama needs to be more physical than they've been last couple of years. But that is not his style of quarterback. He needs an advanced passing quarterback in that offense. That is, to me, what you want to find out, what you want to discover this spring in Tuscaloosa on the football field. Me not being a big uh, spring guy, but that's a topic and a story I'll be looking at for sure. Jim and Jupiter, Bill Paul Kennedy covered a lot of Florida State football games over the year back in the day on the Sunshine Network. Always was a fan. Yes, Paul did the Alabama broadcast some uh, couple of years, and then before that he was here at Vanderbilt in promotions. Paul Kennedy was in promotions of some sort, and I don't remember exactly. You Vandy fans may be able to give me more specifics on that. Richie and the 352 down in Florida. Hey, Bill, did you see where Eli Gold tweeted about announcing the uh, new pro job? See, I missed all that. I did not see the news on on Eli, Eli Gold, until <laughs> Kevin was talking just then. Yeah, I, I, missed, I missed all of that. Top of the hour. Oh, it gets sinful. Yeah, it gets, it gets bad. Nah, no, 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 Brad's not bad. Just the topic. It gets real simple, hour three. Just just brace yourself. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. It's still a little bit heavy trying to get in from Rutherford County, Murfreesboro. That's why we're looking at live again here on 24 westbound into the Antioch area. Still holding up 65 down through Millersville. That's been in pretty good shape so far. It hadn't been that bad this morning so far on Vietnam Vets coming westbound through the Hendersonville area. Prince's Hot Chicken is hiring. Go by and see them in person or check them out online at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Attention business owners, WNSR has some exciting opportunities for your business to thrive in the dynamic world of sports radio advertising. As the proud home of some of your favorite sports teams like the Atlanta Braves, Memphis Grizzlies, and more, 
we understand the power of sports in bringing people together and creating a passionate community. We believe that your business can become an integral part of this experience, reaching a diverse and engaged audience. Contact the WNSR sales team for an opportunity to discuss how Nashville Sports Radio can elevate your brand to new heights. Whether you're interested in a specific sponsorship package or would like a customized solution, we are here to meet your advertising needs. Call 615-844-1039, 615-844-1039, or email saleswnsr at gmail.com. That's saleswnsr at gmail.com. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. Are you ready for some March Madness? Then don't miss out on any of the action at the High Valley Conference Basketball Championship presented by United Fidelity. It's the return of the Ford Center downtown Evansville for March 6th through the 9th as the first entries into the men's and women's NCAA basketball tournaments are crowned. All session tickets and single game tickets are now on sale to each OVC school's ticket office, Ticketmaster, and the Ford Center box office. Visit ovcsports.com forward slash Evansville for more details and be there to OVC it in person. scouts had to come up with a whole new star system just to classify him it's bill king says Bill Allen in Tampa nailed it with the chicken salad comment. <laughs> I'm not worried about it. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm not. Grant as in 30 for 30 Grant. Oh, and Patton does have Tommy Myrtle Beach's Notre Dame prom date clip. He's got to cut up for next week. You got that right, Patton? Yes. Okay, good. Yeah, we we got that. Apparently, Tom had a copy of a, the overall clip so he can extract it out of there. Good stuff. Grant, as in 30 for 30, Grant, says, Bill, is this true? And it's a picture. It's EA Sports Football 25, and they've been announcing some of the folks that will be involved. Herbie is one of them. I can't remember all the names. Desmond Howard. Pollock, David Pollock. And then there's my name right there. It says, Bill King, is this true? Grant, if this is true, then maybe I forgot to take the call. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe that's an impersonator. I don't know. Many people have tried to impersonate me in the past. Maybe, Maybe that's what that is. 
I am not aware of this. If if I'm indeed involved with that, first of all, nobody told me what they're going to give me. Like, what's how much money is there? You think I'm just going to do that just because it's a good thing to be part of? Watering my rock garden is a good thing to be a part of. So, Grant, I don't know, but I tell you what, let's do. I'm all for rumors occasionally on the show. Let's just start the rumor. Maybe, maybe I am involved. Maybe I just don't remember the conversation we had about it. Maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe I didn't tell my wife. Not that, not that she would care either way. I don't think my wife, uh, who right now is at yoga, is worried about whether or not I'm doing EA Sports uh, or not. I don't think she's real worried about that. Johnny Vegas says, Bill, some really good baseball games tonight. What about number seven, Oregon State and Arkansas? That could be a prelude, Bill, to Omaha. Indeed, it could. Indeed, it could. I'll, I'll have that on. I'll start this afternoon or whenever the games come on. I had on the Grand Canyon-Nebraska game. Now, the, the problem I had, I don't know if you guys notice or not. I don't know if I'm a little nasally, but I've got a cold. Not that it matters. It's irrelevant, but I'm a little lacking in overall energy. I turned that game on last night at 7 o'clock. This is rare for me. And I don't remember making it to the second inning. Next thing I know, I woke up, and it was 1 o'clock. Somewhere in that first inning, the 7 o'clock central hour, I fell asleep. And I never do that. I That is not me. I woke up about 1 and uh, tried to get back to sleep, slept till about four, and then started here on the show, but to get ready for the show. So I, I'm I'm a little I'm a little low on the high energy level thing, but but I've got a rule: you do not miss the show based on health unless I physically am a no go. And that's never happened. You you tell me. Now, we've had situations. Remember, we had the ice thing a couple of years ago. Cost us a week on the show. The tower was uh, harmed and everything. But when's the last time I missed a show? One of these shows because of health. Uh, I, don't, I couldn't even tell you. Couldn't even tell you. We were taping, I've told you the story many times, for CBS, because there was talk many years ago they were going to carry the uh, show daily on that, the the CBS uh, sports channel. And uh, I was so sick the day of the taping that I had to put a trash can under my chair in case I had to stick my head in there and get sick. Sorry to be graphic there. I have been about to <laughs> fall over, and that was that was a long that was twenty years ago, probably, but yeah, I don't miss 
But yeah, I, I uh, the energy levels aren't quite where they need to be. Doesn't matter. Does not matter. Ags and Strohs on the lovely, absolutely gorgeous Texas coast. Bill, any memories of Jim Wacker, former TCU Minnesota and Southwest Texas head coach? Yes, I do. And remind me about that if you can next week for Coach Pete. Jim had some really good teams. He had Kenneth Davis, an absolute beast of a running back at TCU. And then they got busted. He said, Bill, he had a big personality. would like to ask Coach Pete about him next time he is on as well. Giggum, Bill. I'm excited about Aggie baseball, too. Talking about some dudes now. Yep. Remember Coach Wacker. I never interviewed him. I came in a little later, I believe. But, oh, yeah. Kenneth Davis. Star running back. All right, we'll get the break. Top of the hour, Brad Powers, all the gambling. Good morning. Traffic still a little bit busy trying to get up through the Hickory Hollow area. Coming in right now from Rutherford County, Murfreesboro. As we started live here, heavy traffic flow on 24 westbound up by Bell Road. As that traffic continues to build, 65 south here at Trinity Lane. Not too bad at the moment, I-40. As you come out of Wilson County, the Mount Juliet area headed towards Hermitage. Hey, Princess Hot Chicken is catering. Check out that awesome menu this weekend at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Looking for something to take your mind off this traffic? How about a true story of instant success? Did you hear about the two friends who went grocery shopping in Ashland City and picked up everything on their list plus $75,000? Or the one where a truck driver made a last-minute stop off Interstate 40 and drove off with a cool million? All their lives changed in an instant, and yours could too. So stop by your local retailer for your chance with instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing, life-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzy. Rizm Kism of Rizza, a prescription only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzy, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to SkyRizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to SkyRizzy, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. 
doctor today about SkyRizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKYRIZZY to learn more. Do you ever feel like gambling is causing financial strain or hurting your relationships? The Gambling Clinic has been helping people who want to change their gambling habits for over two decades. With physical clinics and remote online appointments, we're here to help you make informed decisions about your gambling so it doesn't lead to a bigger problem. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com so we can work together to help you win your life back. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5. And it's Patton Cook from Nashville Sports Radio. We are excited for our new show, JB and the General, every Monday through Friday right here on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. Talking all things Titans, Nashville SC, Preds, anything you want, we can talk. And we don't mind going off the beaten path once in a while as well. Again, that's every Monday through Friday, 9 to 11, right here on WNSR. Get into the Bill King Show. Um, shit, man, I just lost my train of thought. All right, dude, here's a couple of phones. Three, two, call 615-844-5600. Richie down in the 352 in Florida. Says, Bill, good morning. Wanted to comment on the CTO line, which is the call text option line. I started listening to the show last year and was hesitant to use the CTO option line, thinking my opinion didn't really matter. Finally said the heck with it, found some balls of steel, sent my thoughts into the show. Took about two seconds to register my number, and five minutes later, Bill was sharing those thoughts on air. So I urge anyone listening to the show that wants to be part of the conversation, use the CTO line and join that conversation. Go Gators, he says. That promo there carries more weight than anything I can say. No doubt. That line, for me, is expressly in place for you folks who feel like you do not have a communication home with the show. You're not going to call in. You don't like that. You don't You don't want your voice out there. You're not comfortable doing it. That's a good majority of the people. You don't like social media. You don't want to be part of that. Okay. Understand. I do. Texting. Nobody's afraid of that, right? Nobody's, and I shouldn't say afraid. Nobody's hesitant about that. Texting is not invasive. And I do want your thoughts, whether it is a random thought or if it's a specific opinion. I am not looking for plurality. I'm looking simply for your signature thought. That's it. That is absolutely it and i appreciate him sending that in 
Jim and Jupiter, Bill, did you see ESPN 5 back in Florida State about us releasing their secret stuff that they have proprietary rights on? ESPN better watch out because FSU might just have some stuff on Coca John Skipper and a lot of their misdealings, too. Better saddle ACC. I did see that. And the thinking is ESPN involved clearly states what feels like the obvious. ESPN's not a fan of, of FSU. This only buttresses the FSU feeling that ESPN is against them and was a part of the let's leave Florida State out of the playoffs. Now, whether you agree with that or not, Florida State fans agree with that. Others may not, but whatever you believe, this buttresses the Florida State angle. That's what it does. Oh, he said, Bill, I should have said Cokehead. Sorry about that. Cokehead, John Skipper. Wow. Um, there have been some issues there that he's actually talked about. Yes. He's talked about those. Max says, Bill, and Max is in Atlanta. Or at Swanee, Atlanta. Said, Bill, two days ago now, but... Mohammed is at Wagi, deserves a suspension for kneeling and elbowing Florida's Alex Condon in the head. Foul called on Florida. Disgraceful, Bill. I only saw the uh, highlights of that. I, everybody was talking about it, lots of people on Twitter. And I saw that angle of it. Yeah, now, now I didn't know or I didn't think that it was the most aggressive thing, but Knee to the head is very, very dangerous. And you're talking about dudes who are what, 6'8", 6'9", 6'10"? Pac-12 Dave, Bill, what about Washington State, number 21, getting past number four, Arizona, last night in hoops? Pac-12 Dave, I was in a, what would it be? A rare cold that I've got, which isn't a big deal. Slumber. I fell out somewhere, meaning fell asleep, around 7.30 last night. Whatever happened out there in the fantastic world of college athletics slipped past me last night. I ended up, my eyes opened at about 1 (laughs) a.m. My body just said, hey. Bleep, bleep. And then it called me a name. You're passing out here. That's it. That's it. You're going to go nighty-night. We'll get up in the morning, do the show. And that's what happened to me. Brad's coming up next. Any of your gambling items, post them right now for Brad. Use the hashtag AskBP. That'd be Ask Brad Powers. That's coming up. In hour three, that's every Friday, hour number three. I am excited about a lot of baseball this weekend. We're not playing league action yet. We're not intra-league yet in any of these leagues. That's a couple of weeks out, right? But still some fun games. I'm looking forward to it. College baseball, 
this afternoon into the night all weekend long. Oh, yeah. Let's have some fun. Brad, when we continue, Omni Nashville. Hotel. Hotel.